The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You have heard that it was said, An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, Offer no resistance to one who is evil. When someone strikes you on your right cheek, turn the other one as well. If anyone wants to go to law with you over your tunic, hand over your cloak as well. Should anyone press you into service for one mile, go for two miles. Give to the one who asks of you, and do not turn your back on one who wants to borrow. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your heavenly Father. For he makes his sun rise on the bad and the good, and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what recompense will you have? Do not the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brothers only, What is unusual about that? Do not the pagans do the same? So be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. The Gospel of the Lord. Okay. Thanks. I'll be honest and admit it. These scripture readings that we just heard, I think, are among the hardest in all the Bible to hear. And so what do we hear? What have we just heard? Be holy. Be holy. For I, the Lord your God, am holy. God told the people in the first reading from the Old Testament book of Leviticus. And if that wasn't hard enough, in the gospel, Jesus doubles down on it and says, Be perfect. Be perfect. Just as your heavenly Father is perfect. What? Who does Jesus think we are? We're not God, we might be tempted to say. Sometimes a person will come into confession and confess that they aren't as good or as as holy or as perfect as they should be and want to be. And my response is, I know that. That's why you're here. But neither am I. 
And I know that because we're human. Nobody, nobody is as good or as holy or as perfect as they should be. That won't happen until you die and are in heaven. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't keep trying. I say this not to ridicule the penitent, who is very serious, I'm sure, but I want to help them to be realistic about their situation. They are human, and humans are not perfect. And you know what? God knows that. And that God knows that is proof of his love for us. What did we sing in the responsorial psalm? The Lord is all kind and merciful, slow to anger and rich in kindness. We need to remember, I think, that Jesus said in another place in the gospel, I have come into the world not to condemn the world, but to save it. I have come not to condemn, but to save. Sisters and brothers, God loves the world. That is us. And Jesus is proof of God's love. But none of this means that we shouldn't stop trying to be good and holy and perfect. While total goodness and holiness and perfection will not happen while here on this earth, nonetheless, we must always try to live up to the moral standard that God has given us through Jesus. I think among the great gifts of the Second Vatican Council is to be found in the Council's document on the Church. There it describes the Church as the people of God. The people of God. That is you and me. All of us together on a pilgrimage to heaven, which is symbolized in the communion procession at Mass all of us walking together toward our Lord. The council says that God has given us a universal call to holiness, a universal call to holiness, not just a few, but a universal call to holiness. In other words, all of us have the opportunity to become holy to be saints. And it doesn't mean that only the perfect can be saints. Saints were and are sinners too. One of the sayings I like to offer is this. Every saint has a past. Every sinner has a future. Every saint has a past. Every sinner has a future. In other words, holiness is possible for all of us. One commentary I read in preparation for this homily 
The gospel said that another word for perfect is mature. As Christians, we are called to maturity, to learn to be responsible people in our relationship with others. It means loving our neighbor, loving even our enemies and those who persecute us, those who speak ill of us. Yes, loving even them, loving your brothers and sisters, loving your teachers, loving your classmates, loving your co-workers, loving everybody as you love yourself. The author said that in essence, being perfect, being mature means to grow up to grow up. And so that is our job, our role as people living in this world, to grow up in the way of Christ. Sisters and brothers, that's what the season of Lent is all about, which begins this coming Wednesday, Ash Wednesday. You got your good works and Lenten penances already? But Lent is a time that the church gives us each year to grow up, to become as good and as holy, yes, even as perfect as we should be. So let that be our goal in the next six weeks coming up, to grow up in the image and likeness of God who sent his Son into the world not to condemn us, but to save us. And here in this Eucharist, we will share in God's love that he offers us through Jesus, his son. Let us now profess our faith. I believe in one God. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God. 